0: Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek It's Hey, this is Matt Lesher This is Phil Lamar
1: Hey, this is Rock McHillor A.K.A. the Stop and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live Welcome,
2: welcome, welcome to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live Review, Black Mirror Bandersnatch Edition. Now, sorry to everyone out there, I was trying to find Black Mirror, like, theme song or whatever, but it doesn't really have a theme song. So, that was difficult. So, (laughs) We got the Geek Vibes Live one, so sorry to everyone who's like, oh, man, how come they couldn't get that? Sorry, I tried. Um, but I am joined by my two lovely co-hosts, uh, Kelly and Tia. How are you ladies doing?
1: Doing uh, great. Doing well good. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: All um, right. I just want to let the audience know Geek Vibes Live reviews will be happening a lot more in 2019. Um, we just kind of felt like it was adding a lot to Geek Vibes Live to have to review shows and movies and movie news. So we decided to split it, to save the review show for movies, TV shows that we'd like to talk about, and save Geek Vibes Live for just informing you on our conspiracy series and the news. Um, so expect more of these review shows because there's a bunch of stuff coming out this year uh, that we're going to be flooding your airways with uh, reviews for it. Now, without further ado, we are going to jump right in Bandersnatch. Now, we're going to go over our likes, our dislikes, our theories on how this movie could open up the world for more interactive movies, um, and then just really just dig deep into all the conspiracies and stuff like that that came from the movie. So, Kelly, I'm going to start with you. Uh, Kind of give us some of your likes um, on Black Mirror Bandersnatch.
0: Yeah, so I was excited going into it. I mean, they have been talking about it for quite a while, but keeping the details about it under wraps. So really hyping it up to what we were going to get with an event, choose-your-own-adventure show. Very new, something I'm sure we can look forward to more in the future from Netflix. Um, And I thought they did it really easy. They introduced it very well with a little tutorial video on the in the beginning of what to expect so that was great going into it as a, a viewer you didn't just jump right in and have to be like what's going on here how do I do this um but really what I liked about it is that you they incorporated you as a viewer into the plot line um and they actually had um, you know, them call you out for messing with the main character. And I just thought that that was a brilliant way to tie everything together, especially for such a new form of media.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I will say um, one thing that you said that really scares me um, is the idea of Netflix doing this more. Um, And the reason why that (laughs) scares me is when Avatar came out, we all can agree whether or not we liked the movies visually, and they were doing something with 3D that had never been done before. 3D has been done numerous times before Avatar, but not to that that level. Um, but we, all, we also remember, right after that movie, everybody and their mother said, we're going to make our movies 3D. And it just became diluted, and then before you knew it, no one had any interest in 3D anymore. Um, so what I want Netflix to be very careful with, and this is what Black Mirror has now... Probably started. I don't need now there to be eight movies in the next four years that are interactive. Um, I feel as though Netflix is a platform that works for it, um, but I don't need Hulu, I don't need Amazon, I don't need all these streaming services, Disney, DC, to start doing interactive projects. It works for Black Mirror because, excuse me, the way that that show has always been created was. Um, one wrong move in someone's life could completely derail everything. Um, so it was the idea of, all right, cool, you guys probably sitting at home like, oh, stupid, don't go through that door, go through that door, cool. Now you get to decide what this person does and see how you like it. Like, does it, does it plan out exactly how you wanted it to? Um, this is a beautiful idea, Black Mirror, but I do not need, like, I don't need a Shrek, interactive movie for, like, a a (laughs) streaming service. Like, I don't need all that. Uh, So one thing that I do hope is that this, uh, what I believe was a success, doesn't start to leak out to everyone starting to say, oh, well, what would a Batman interactive uh, movie be? Like, no, 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 we don't need any of that. Um, But before I go into uh, my thoughts on it, uh, Tia, what were were some of the things that you liked from Black Mirror, Bandersnatch?
1: I will say really quick that if they want to make a Punisher interactive for Netflix, I would be completely on board for that. What does Frank Castle do, this or that? I would be totally okay with that. But moving on to Bandersmatch, um, what I really liked about it was kind of the meta feel that it had to it. He's talking about the book Bandersmatch and the rules, and there were several times throughout the movie that they – Uh, reference the choose your own and even with the game that he was developing and there was at one point that I kind of figured out um, something that Black Mirror paid attention to I don't know if they did it on purpose I want to feel like they did on purpose there were a few times if you guys remember that you would pick a path and He wouldn't go on that path. It would take you back to the decision again to kind of lean you into making the other decision. And I realized upon kind of thinking about it that it was done purposely because in the game, he was saying how there were paths that he hadn't developed yet, like, oh, well, don't take down that path because I haven't really developed it yet. And I thought, wow, what if they did that to kind of reflect how he did the game? So I really enjoyed that little aspect of it. And also upon really kind of doing background research on what inspired this, I thought was really cool about it. I mean, I would have never known that in the 1980s there was a game, Bandersmatch, that wasn't developed and never got developed. And to kind of learn that was also a really cool aspect to it. So I really feel like that... All all the meta aspects to it and almost the history behind the whole thing was really cool. It took them 18 months to develop this movie. It certainly took some time. And I feel that the transitions were pretty seamless when you uh, decided something. It really felt natural for it to move into that. There wasn't sort of that cutness um, whenever you made a decision that, Stefan was going to do something. I thought uh, in that retrospect, technically, they really succeeded with that. As Juwan said, we do not need for everything to suddenly become interactive as they did with the whole 3D because it would certainly take away from the integrity of certain programs, but with Black Mirror, it, it does work. And it was an experiment that Netflix and Black Mirror wanted to do. And I really appreciate them for doing that. And those are my likes with Black Mirror Bandersnatch.
2: Yeah, I mean, because it, it's one of those things where it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I think Avatar kind of not only broke that threshold, but kind of also ruined it for themselves. Because it's like whenever the new Avatar comes out, I don't really think people would buy it if they came out and decided to make it 3D. I, I don't think people would be overly excited for it um, because of the oversaturation. Like, it's, we saw it once, we thought it was beautiful, then it got oversaturated, so now it's like, you no, know, no, just make a regular movie. Like, I don't want to have to put glasses on my face. to enjoy, No, just make a regular movie. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, to speak more so to what you were saying about taking um, a decision and them kind of saying like, no, no, no we're going to go back, choose again. Uh, one of the things that I liked was when it was like, throw the hot tea on, on the computer, and then it's like, you click it, his hand goes to do it, but then he stops his hand uh, from doing it. So it was one of those things where it was like, once he started to realize that he wasn't in control, uh, he was starting to try to do things to stop uh, himself from, uh, from doing things that he just was like, why would I throw hot tea on, on my computer? Like, things that just didn't really make sense. Um, the o- other thing that I loved was the, as you said before, it's the, the, Deadpool feel of it to where, um, he was asking like, who are you? And you could click Netflix. <laughs> like I thought that was freaking amazing where you could like click Netflix and he's sitting in a therapy room trying to, de- de- uh, you know, explain to his therapist that a streaming service from the future is controlling it. Like that was like, I was like, man, if anything, like, movie-wise or franchise-wise should do interactive uh, movies um, in, in a platform stance would be Deadpool. Like, if you're Disney, um, if you could kind of take Deadpool, kind of strip it of that hard R rating um, and kind of somewhat water it down a little bit and then put it on your streaming service, Deadpool is the perfect character to make interactive. Um, and then the idea of you picking something and him just going, no, I'm not doing that. Like, just, just how that character can kind of blend into an interactive world would be amazing. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I, I did love the idea of, you know, <laughs> him breaking down what Netflix was. And, like, his dad was like, what are you talking about? Like, what is the Netflix? Um, I thought it was hilarious. Now, one thing before we get into our dislike, I do want to ask the two of you. Uh, Tia, I'll start with you. Did you or did you not select to
1: kill his dad? At first, I selected not to kill his dad. But then on the second go around, I did select to kill his dad. I was like, okay, well, I guess this is what we're doing. And I almost <laughs> really, I, I was hesitant on picking it. And he did it. And kind of, okay, I don't mean to go a little... Skew here but man just one knock and that was it it wasn't like he hit him and then <laughs> you know it wasn't like he hit the dad and then the dad fell into something and that had him like one hit damn that is a really heavy ashtray I and mean, that caused it to happen like that so um, maybe they could have made it a little bit more realistic there but uh, yeah so I, I did on the second time uh, choose to kill the father all right. Uh, Kelly, um,
2: on your first go around, did you select to the, the kill the dad? And if you didn't, did you select it the, the second time? I did not choose
0: to kill him the first time around. I was trying to like, give this kid a break. <laughs> I'm rooting for him. I'm like, he's going to have a good ending. One of these, I'm going to get his game famous. He's going to turn out on top. But as I realized that he was just screwed from the beginning, there was no happy ending for him. But the second go around, whatever way that I came through it, I was like forced to kill his father in an, in another round. There was like no choice. It was like, hit him with this or hit him with this. <laughs> it was like, you have to kill him. So, you know, I didn't really have a choice. I had to kill him eventually.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it's one of those things where it was like the, the first go around. I'm like, why would I want? Why would I want him to kill? Him? Like the dad seems so nice. So it's like, yeah, like did, did was it wrong that the dad forced a little kid to get rid of uh, a toy? Yeah, but like, does he deserve to die for it? I don't think so. Like, I'm like, no, I don't want you to kill your dad. And then like you were saying, Kelly, like the second time around, it was just like, no, you kind of have to. And I felt. Um, yeah i was like kill after, him or kill him <laughs> yeah it was just like kill him or kill him it's like uh neither maybe like i said see um <laughs> but like even after finding out the the whole story behind everything and how maybe it wasn't really his dad i still felt horrible about the idea of him killing him. i'm just like I, even if that was what was going on i still wanted not a, a, a third option like i just felt horrible um but, yeah, I, I was really curious about that because I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm hitting don't kill him, but I'm really curious as to how many people were sitting there like, kill him. And I'm like, why? What what are you doing that for? Um, but, yeah, it, it, the story did kind of seem like he was just screwed from the beginning. Like, there was just there was nothing for him to do. Um, let's move on to our, our, our dislikes. Um, I'm trying to – I'd, I'd say my biggest uh, dislike – from the film would be I, I thought the story was weird for where it went, um, mainly because I felt like it got out of the video game and kind of focused more on him, um, <clears throat> excuse me, sprinkled in the video game here and there. So I thought it would have been maybe, it would have made more sense for the story to it have just been solely about him and made the video game part of what the, uh, the show is about rather than it being vice versa. Cause it kind of seemed like everything that happened to the guy that created the video game was seeping through and happening to him. Um, so I wasn't sure if this kid's luck was manufactured or if they were saying the game or the book was a curse. Like it was just, it seemed like it was going like a million different ways, even though that's when an interactive movie is supposed to be doing, it's going a, bit, a, bu- a billion different ways. Um, But, Kelly, I'll go to you first. Um, Do you kind of agree on that? And if not, what were your dislikes in the movie?
0: Yeah, so I have to agree. I think they were so focused on pulling off the choose-your-own-adventure style that they missed out and just fell a little bit short with the plot line. There wasn't much development to it. It didn't really go anywhere. And one of the other things I, I had a problem with was, every time you went back to the beginning, it's like it re flashed everything and you were reintroduced to everything you already saw. And even though it was like a short little clip every time, it started getting monotonous and repetitive for me and almost made me just at sometimes, be like, all right, do I want to go on and choose, put them on another path? But you know, I did ultimately go forward with it. But I did feel that it it, it fell short as far as the story was concerned because the focus was placed so heavily on um, the whole choose your own adventure
2: aspect. Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those things where it's just like when you take when you take um, something like an interactive movie and you're trying to implement it, like, the story has to be key, meaning, like, you can't kind of go off of what the story was supposed to be. Like, even if you chose a, a different path, the story should still kind of all come together to where it, it's a huge payoff. Um, so it's like, okay, cool, it was about the video game. Let's say you went down the route of killing the dad. Now he's, like, a murderer or whatever, ends up dying. Cool the video game ends up being a success. Like, in his death, the video game is still a success. But, you know, if he goes the route, lives, doesn't kill dad, whatever, just kind of goes crazy, the video game is a failure, he has to live with that. I think if you kind of just made those as the two endings, um, it would have all came back around to connect rather than it kind of seeming like, where where did this go wrong? Then all of a sudden it's like it turned into Matrix. He's fighting his, his, his uh therapy. It like just got really weird, I'm like, all right. Right, right. A, that, was, is, that was a weird, weird. little bit. Of, yeah. Yeah, and then the action didn't even look good. Like, he looked horrible trying to fight his, his therapist. Like, it, <laughs> is, it was a lot of it was just kind of, I could see how someone who doesn't really have the patience for it could watch the first 15, 20 minutes and go, yeah, I don't, I don't think I could do this. Uh, I could see that. You know, even though I did enjoy it, I could understand how someone could watch a little bit of it and kind of go, yeah, I'm good. Um, see so yeah, I do want to ask you this question before I, um, <clears throat> excuse me, before I pass it to you, and I'll get back to asking you the same question, Kelly. Um, when, when they got to the point where he was kind of like, you know, so what's it going to be? Either I jump off or you jump off? Did you kind of feel like that had a true payoff, or was that just, like, one of those things to where it was, like, that therapist fight to where it just didn't really make that much sense? Wait, I'm sorry. What was the question? Like, did it make sense? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The uh, the scene, remember when they were sitting on the balcony, and uh, he was telling him, like, all of this is an illusion. It's whatever you want it to be. Either you jump off or I'll jump off. And you had to choose between which one of them would jump off the roof.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Mhm. Did I like? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, did did you feel as though that truly had a payoff, or was that one of those moments that just seemed like it didn't belong, like that fight scene in the therapist's office?
1: Um, I just didn't think that it really had a payoff at all. It, It first of all, so I picked for um, Colin to jump off so that was my whole thing yeah and I I don't know it was just kind of strange it wasn't where I saw the scene going I mean the whole thing was that he was supposed to help Stefan in get him out of the hole and instead I felt like he just made a bigger hole so I, I didn't really feel like it had the payoff that maybe they were hoping for yeah, I mean, that's that's mainly what confused me because it
2: seemed like they didn't have any uh, idea of what they wanted the payoff to be. Um, I also didn't like when he was like, uh, did you want to try some of these drugs? And then, like, if he selected no, he put it in there anyway. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> if your whole purpose was to kind of get this guy to be calm and kind of loosen up, like, I think you probably shouldn't, A, drug him, and, B, then leap off the roof for, for attention. tension. Like, I don't know. A lot about that was just,
1: like, really weird, but I'm sorry. Uh, Tia,
2: what were some of your dislikes of the movie?
1: Well, I wanted to agree with Kelly before that I didn't like how every time they had to go through that little montage of what happened. Yes, it was very short, but it got annoying. After a while, okay, I've, I've seen what we were doing. We don't need that every single time. Um, And also, uh, the thing with going, with Black Mirror, this is where I want to go, with Black Mirror, we always expect the big shock, and one of the episodes that comes to mind is the guy who, you know, was going through that horror house, and then you find out at the end that it was really because he became brain dead or something, because his mother decided to call him just at the exact moment that, you you know, that, like, episode, like, every episode has that big, like, shocker, like, mindfuck in it. And to me, Black Mirror, Bandersmatch never had that big mindfuck because, yes, uh, Colin or Stefan jumped off of the balcony, but was that as big of a payoff as we've seen before in other episodes of Black Mirror? No, not really. So to me, at least maybe the path that I was going, it never seemed to have that huge payoff it all seemed very anticlimactic at points and every time I went to a different decision they tried to get me to find out more about Stefan's mother I don't know why I just didn't care I was like I don't care about him telling me about what happened to his mother I just want to get along with the story not having to keep use this and the problem was as you said, Juwan, where he picked not to take the drugs, but Colin gives him the drugs anyway. There were a few times where you had a decision, but then the decision was not made because they needed you to go in a direction anyway, which I guess in true Black Mirror style is to show you that you have an illusion of free will and choice that you really don't, even in an interactive choose-your-own-adventure game. That's kind of what I didn't like about it. I really enjoy Black Mirror. And as I said, I always look for that huge payoff where you never saw it coming. And for the most part, I feel like we saw everything coming in Snatch. So that was probably my main quip about it and my dislikes about Snatch.
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> even the, the part that they thought, uh, or they were trying to make the big payoff to where it was like, oh, well, you know, if you went through this scenario, it turns out guy wasn't his dad, lady wasn't his mom, and it was all staged. Like, even that, it was like, but hold on. If you're telling me that's the big payoff, the whole point of this movie is about creating your own, um, you know, your own reality or whatever. So it's not a huge shock to know that he was being controlled all along. So it's like you trying to distort that as the big payoff, didn't really work. Like, you were using uh, the example um, from one of our Black Mirror episodes. The first thing that I thought of that I was hoping the payoff would be like is the Letitia Wright episode to where it turns out in one of the stories is why she was doing everything that, you know, is why she did what she ended up doing. Um, when he had uh, one of the stories of them constantly, like, electrocuting uh, her dad so he became, like, brain dead or something like that. Uh, and then the huge payoff turned out to be that she was his daughter. Like, that I didn't see coming. Like, I really thought she was just a tourist being shown all these crazy stories. But for it to loop back and it to to be that she was there for a purpose, I was just like, whoa, 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 wait, I have to watch this again. I'm like, what, what did I miss here? So that, to me, because they gave you so many different stories that you're like, all right, so he's just really, like, You know, has stories of crazy stuff that happened, or he was a part of whatever. Um, I wasn't expecting that payoff. Um, But with this, it was just like, wait, it's a movie about, you know, not being able to, to, you know, have control of your life, someone else controlling it, and then the huge payoff is that he was being controlled ultimately. That to me was just like, come on, someone got really lazy, like, halfway into that 18 months of shooting this. (laughs) It was just like, all right, whatever. They'll just be blown away that they can interact, that they won't care that the story just, like, starts to not make any sense. Um, but before we moved on, uh, Kelly, did you have anything you wanted to add to what we were saying?
0: Yeah, I completely agree with the both of you. So I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but they made a lot of references with that uh, symbol they were using um, for PAC or, or uh, you know, the the control Um, I forget what it stands for, but um, that symbol was used in that episode, White Bear, where that big reveal was the girl was actually in an an amusement park and people could come and pay to basically humiliate and torture her. And that big reveal at the end was so shocking. So them using that symbol over and over, I know, was a way for them to say, we are these (laughs) ugly spectators that find entertainment out of you know watching stefan's life plunge into hell but i still thought that because they were making that reference so clear that they it was going to have some type of big reveal like tia said um and it just never came across wait wait i didn't
1: even catch that that's the same symbol from black Bear. that's so cool now that i know that
0: Yeah, yeah, the same symbol that she saw on the TV every time, you know, how they would, like, zap her, and then she'd wake back up, and it was the symbol they were showing on the TV every time.
1: See, that was, like, a great episode that had that really crazy reveal that this is what has been happening the whole time, and that's what I feel that Vandersnatch was missing from time to time. But that's really cool that you pointed it out, Kelly, um that we had that kind of continuity in uh in these uh in the show.
0: Yeah, I mean I feel like Black Mirror tends to do that a lot. They'll drop little um, you know, nuggets from other episodes or um, you know, you'll see like a picture in the background. One of the pictures that they had hanging in the gaming office was from one of last season's episodes. So I just think it's cool how they always try to cross over little tidbits from other episodes.
2: Yeah, they usually leave me brain dead after episodes. So I'd be lucky (laughs) if I could even connect any dots um, from anything in the past. Um, But, yeah, I mean, one thing that I I love about Black Mirror is that it's thought-provoking. So whether it's an episode about a lady who loses her husband that then finds out that she could get a robot, but then, you know, starts to get frustrated with the fact of there is no authenticity. Like, he's a robot, so he's catered to do everything I say, rather than just being exactly who he used to be. Um, you know, whether it's making you think like that or making you think like a parent who puts a chip in her kid and then, you know, her kid's finding out and that driving her kids almost killing her. Um, you know, you not giving your child the, the safety to, to go out there and live life on their own. Um, so there's just so many thought-provoking things that Black Mirror could, you know, likes to strike up that sometimes doesn't even shock you. It just makes you think, you know, because I'm sure there are plenty of parents who are, like, those <clears throat> overbearing parents that are like, I need to know where you are, who you're with, like, all that, and you're just like, I just want to live. Like, I get you're trying to protect me of how dangerous this world could be, But, like, if you take away my ability to live, then it's just, like, you know, what's the point? So it's, like, sometimes it's not a huge oh, like, huge reveal. Sometimes it's just thought-provoking. And I thought this movie didn't even really necessarily make you, excuse me, um, really think that much. I I think the biggest thing I took from it was uh, people tell me it's cookies uh, with the Internet. But I always feel like, for example, I asked for a switch for Christmas, right? Now, right after, I want to say a day or two, right after I had asked uh, someone to get me that for for Christmas, all I saw every day was a commercial about Switch. No lie. Every day I saw a commercial about Switch. Every other day, you see it maybe here or there. I saw this every day. So the day that I got it, now I don't see any commercials for Switch. Um, You know, and I, I was telling someone how I was just like, they have to be listening to me like. How did they know, you know, like, I thought that was so weird to where it was just, like, it wasn't just circumstance. Like, I felt like it was, I mean, I don't know. So that movie just even further drove me into the the mindset of, like, how much free will do we actually have? Like, how much stuff is just planted there? And then how, you know, how many things are just, like, organic? Like, they just naturally happen that way. Um, So that was what I kind of took from it. But that's just because I'm a conspiracy theorist with with everything. Um, But... Kelly, I want to ask you first, like, did this kind of drive you to, to think into possible conspiracy theory of our lack of free will with everything being so restricted, so, uh, you know, we have your information kind of thing, or did it kind of just fall flat on, on whatever message it was trying to, to, to uh, strike up?
0: No, I think it definitely made me think about it. I mean, you mentioned the episode where she chipped her daughter, and I don't know if you know this or not, but companies are actually experimenting with chipping their employees right now. Um, So it's a technology that actually exists now. They're using it for, you know, they can pay for lunches with it and clock in their hours and what's seemingly you know so harmless and supposed to be a benefit to the employees but you know the, po- the whole point of black mirror is what starts out as this great idea or something harmless becomes so much more and all encompassing and controlling and so it's funny that you mentioned that episode because um, you know, that's happening right now. And we're, you know, on the cusp of it. And who knows how that might get developed and used in the future. And I mean, as you know, now, you can look up a pair of jeans on the internet, and suddenly your Instagram, your Facebook everywhere, even the thesaurus.com, when I'm looking up for a synonym, there's advertisements of those jeans everywhere. And it's just, you you don't feel like you can do Anything without it being throwing thrown back in your face.
2: Yeah, and and that's what that's what is I'm naturally just like a paranoid person. So like when stuff like that happens, it only further my paranoia. So it's just like <laughs> what? Like I could be talking to somebody about a camera, and then like all of a sudden Amazon will say recommended for you a camera. What? <laughs> I didn't even type it in. Like. Well, what, what do you mean a yeah I feel like that like, happens
0: to me too. We'll be talking about something and then suddenly it's there and I'm like
2: how did they know? Me <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like it's um, it's it, it, it's super weird. But before I get into any more of my <laughs> conspiracy theories, Tia, what what are your thoughts on on what we were kind of saying on do you kind of think that uh it was trying this episode was kind of trying to make you think about the illusion of free will? And if that is what they were trying to drum up, do you think that they succeeded in that message that they were trying to to give out?
1: I do think that they succeeded in that message because the scene, especially when they take the drugs, I sound so like they take the drugs, but when they take the drugs uh, with Colin and Stefan, and even though during that kind of haze, you're saying, wow, Colin's rambling a little crazily, he was right with a lot of things that he was saying. From a conspiracy theorist point of view, the shit that he was saying really, if you sit there and really think about it, is true, and it possibly could be happening. And as I had mentioned before, when you were when you were presented with a choice to go on this route or to go on that route, and you went on say one route, and then it took you back because obviously that was not the route that they wanted you to go on. That alone really was telling you that though you think you have a choice in this, there are many aspects that you really don't have a choice on. And I think that Bandersnatch did really try to hit that home and in certain aspects did succeed, did I think that it succeeded as much as previous? And maybe that's the problem that I am comparing it to other episodes that we've seen of Black Mirror. I didn't think that it hit home as much because it wasn't blaringly obvious. But for the person who I can guesstimate, all three of us are a little bit of conspiracy theorists, if you're watching it with those type of glasses on, you're going to see that and you're going to put that together. So absolutely, I think that it really was trying to hit that home with the the choices that you were making with Colin's big speech there. I think that's really how they were approaching this to get that message across.
2: Yeah, I, I think to me, I could never, me personally, I could never watch Black Mirror with someone who isn't Uh, into conspiracy theories like myself. Because if I have to then explain things to you, it then takes it away. It it takes some of it away from me. So it's just like, if you... And I'm not even saying, like, forward-thinking or anything, because, like, you don't have to be forward-thinking to be a conspiracy uh, theorist. But, like, if you watch an episode of Black Mirror and then go, huh, you got to explain that to me. I'm like, okay, this isn't for you. Like, right, You go and you watch something else on Netflix. This is not for you. Because it's one of those things that uh, if you are into conspiracies or a little paranoid a little bit on a certain thing, it eats at that. Like it eats at it a lot. Um, so it's one of those things that it could drive you insane. Uh, but that's what I love about it is that it, it doesn't kind of just rest on the idea of, oh, no, we're a show that kind of makes you think, and then, boom, here's a big reveal. Like, it it, it kind of just flourishes all that that mindset of, like, oh, I think that's a little fishy, that's a little fishy. Um, and it just kind of, like, you know, really amplifies on it. Uh, but I did want to ask you guys, um, all right, so I'm thinking on that moment where, he finally finds out, uh, when you select the the one option that um you know, his life was a lie. His life was a lie. I wanna start with you, Tia. What were your what were your thoughts when you were watching the whole it was like a red room, uh, you know, it was you know, it was set to see if he would uh you know, go with his mom or sit there and, you know, look for his bear. Take me through your mindset during that moment, finding out that the whole situation might have been uh fake and that it was created instead of it actually happening in his life
1: so really funny when and as I said, I always look in black mirror for that moment and that was a little bit of that moment to me. I was like, oh, they're doing that that's what that's supposed to be and then the quote-unquote father, because is he his father? Is he not his father? And he was staring that whole time as she was walking, essentially, out of the room. That was really crazy, and I thought to myself, so did this woman actually die, or was that itself on TV as, I hate to use it, but fake news? That was really intense to me, and it really made me think of, and not to go into it too much, but there was a movie that I can't honestly remember the actual movie at this moment but there was like a fake war in Albania that they put on TV for all Americans to think that there was actually a war in Albania and there was a war hero coming home. It was like Woody Harrelson or something like that and it completely made me think of propaganda happening. Was, did that train accident actually happen or was it just made up? for either for many people to watch or just for this one child to watch as sort of an experiment to see how then he grew up with the guilt of knowing or at least thinking that his decision caused his mother to get a later train, which then caused her to be killed. That was a scene that I was not expecting at all to happen. Really, again, that is the black mirror that I expect to see. I just, I, I just remember watching it, going, audibly going, "What? Damn, that was crazy!" <laughs> to, and, and really, I was like, "Why did they even choose to do this?" Was a little bit of my um, question was, "What did it add to the story?" Of just more so messing with Stefan and making him a complete neurotic, depressed person, almost a freudian like, experimental Then he's in therapy his whole entire life. And that was – so that scene was definitely not something I expected, and it, it did have uh, an audible reaction from me. Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of looking
2: for an explanation because – <clears throat> to me, the first thing I thought when, when I saw that, and you kind of see her like fading away, um, was, what if he decided he was going to go with his mom? Like, that the bear wasn't important. Like, if you were trying to say that this was staged, what if he decided, yeah, I'm I'm coming, let me let me get my jacket, let me get my shoes, yeah, I'm coming with you, Mom. Like, would, would she still be, did, does that mean that she never got on the train? Like, to me, I I never felt like they really kind of went back to that to kind of explain like, all right, you showed that now that you showed it was fake. Like what was the whole point of that? Like you're trying to drive this kid insane. Like I, I didn't understand that. Um, and it was crazy because I'm like, who would willingly put that much guilt on a child? Like that, that is a lot of guilt to put on a child. But uh, I immediately, when I saw that, I, I immediately started to think of Avengers. Um, when um, Colson died, that was the moment that brought all the Avengers together. Um, and the thing that kind of, and I think was even brought up in the movie, was uh, the Captain America cards that he was looking for him to sign. Uh, they had blood on them. And I could have sworn it was like Maria Hill that was like, I thought those were like in his locker or something. And, and like Samuel Jackson, like, I mean, Nick Fury kind of like didn't really say anything. So it kind of made you think like, did, was this staged? to kind of get them to come together uh, as a team? Like, did did Fury really think that a death in Colton, someone that Stark really kind of cared for but thought was annoying, Cap, you know, had his number one fan in Colton? Would that be something that would bring these guys together, which it ultimately did? Um, But, like, of course, that had its payoff when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out. But with this, it was just like, all right, well, why? Like, what was the point of you doing that, like, just to drive this kid insane, um, but Kelly, I'll go to you. What, what were your thoughts? Like, what what did you think as soon as you saw that that scene, to where it kind of looked like they just manifested, uh, or just rather made up this this scenario that happened in uh, his life.
0: Right, I think that it, they didn't develop it. Like, it could have been a really good add to the plot if it was developed and explained further. Um, but I don't know if you guys got this far. You could have actually chosen for him to go with his mom or there's a a point where he goes back in time. There was just so many elements to this. Sometimes I was like, they overdid it where he stepped through the mirror and, um, you know, made sure that he had the bear and didn't lose it. So he wound up going on the train with his mom. Um, and then what that did in the present day is he just like died in his therapist's chair out of nowhere. Like he had a heart attack or something, because I guess technically in this other reality, he did get on the train and was in the accident. So I think if we're talking about multiple realities and layers, there was one version of him that did go on that train. And and many versions of him that didn't. Um, so it, it gets kind of confusing because they added a time travel aspect to it that came kind of out of nowhere through something that Colin said during his drug rant that made um, Stefan think he could step through the mirror back in time and prevent the whole teddy bear incident. So um, I don't really feel like they, de- they developed – around that whole plot line. Like, it was kind of just thrown in there. Um, But I thought it was interesting that you could choose for him to go on the train and then it it ended his life in the the timeline we were playing in.
2: Yeah, I don't even remember that. I I definitely have to go back and and now try that so I can see that. Um, I I didn't even remember that. I I think I saw this twice. Did I choose the same thing twice? I must have. (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't even remember that. Um, so I'm going to have to go back after this show, actually, and watch it um, and, and kind of see that play out. But it was one of those things where it was just like, okay, so cool. He goes back, um, you know, he he apparently dies. That should have been where, like, the story ended. Like, none of this happened and he died. Um, one thing also that kind of bothered me a little bit, the, like, they didn't really focus on it enough, was when he um, he first comes back and he's talking to um, talking to the guy about his game as things are happening in his game, like when it glitches and stuff, and he's telling him about it and he's like, how do you know this? And then, like, that's it. And I'm like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Like, hold on. You just did this, like, for the first time. You're not at all a little skeptic that this guy is, like, Saying things like right before they happen or right as they happen, like how would he possibly know that? Um, and then it kind of seemed like, all right, cool, whatever. All right, you know, well, welcome aboard, kid. And it's just like, whoa, what? <laughs> you don't want to investigate that just a little bit? I don't mean, know. I, I thought that was a little weird, uh, Kelly. I'll ask you, uh, I, I actually, I have, have to, it.
0: yeah, I have to agree with you on that because he did. So he comes back for that first after that first timeline, because I'm sure most people said, take the deal. Um, so when he came back the second time um, and he knew everything and he knew it, Colin was working on with his game and everyone kept going, yeah. And how did you know that? And it just, that was never carried out through the other timelines either. Like he would wake up in his bed and he he never called things out as they happened again after that. And I thought it was weird that they incorporated it into one storyline, but he didn't do it in any of the
2: other ones. Yeah. It was just one of those things to where it was like, if I wake up and like someone that I just met, like had my breakfast ready, knew a newspaper that I wanted, and like had the exact page that he knew I read, like, I oh, like hold on a second. Like, this is weird. Like, get away from me. Um, I wouldn't kind of just be like, all right, yeah, sure. You know, that's normal for people to kind of guess things before they happen. Yeah, it's just like, I, I don't know, that was weird. Um, but, um, all right, so I'm going to ask you guys a few more questions about the season before I kind of get your overall grade for it. Um, and then I want to end it with asking you guys what your favorite Black Mirror episode was. Because um, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um so one more thing I wanted to know from you guys about this season, uh, about this movie, rather. Sorry. All right. We talked about it a little bit, but I want to kind of go deeper into it. I'll start with you, Tia. Do, do you really think that was his dad, or are you of the mindset that that was a plan and whatever kind of uh, research they were trying to gain from seeing what happened with this kid? Uh, or do you think that was actually his dad?
1: I do not think it's his dad at all, and I wish that would have been explored more, at least in the time lo- timelines, I guess you would say. The timelines that I did uh, never explained it. I don't think that was his father because unless it is his dad, and then he should literally win the worst father of a lifetime award for <laughs> messing up his child that much, but I really don't think that that was his father at all, um, especially after the reveal of the Red Room. Not at all. I do not think that that was his father. Fair enough.
2: I mean, it's one of those things where was like, even if it was his father, like, you got to explain to me, like, why would someone put that much guilt on a child? Like, that? that has to be explained because that's one of the all-time worst things you could probably do to a kid is give him a life filled with burdens. Um, and him thinking that he was responsible or he was the reason why his mom uh, was, you know, late for the original train um, <clears throat> and got on the train that ended up crashing, uh, you got you kind of got to explain that a little bit more. Um, but if, you know, it wasn't his dad, you also got to explain that a little bit more. Like I just kind of felt like they... If you tell me it took 18 months to make this movie happen, they took a lot of liberties with taking time off in, in, the, in the course of those 18 months. To where this movie seemed just like the game, to where it was a lot of stuff that wasn't finished. Um, and it was just kind of like, you, you got to explain something to me here. Um, <laughs> it was just, it was one of those things where it was just like, I don't know, I, I just feel like you have to explain something so that we can kind of go, oh, okay, I see what you were doing there, but they never really did. Kelly, um, what were your thoughts? Did they explain it enough to you? Do you think that was his dad or it wasn't his dad? Like, what were your thoughts?
0: Nothing was explained, so I, ha- I have to say that first. I think that it was his dad. I think his dad just happened to be – I mean, this is the, like, plot line I made up in my head because it wasn't explained, but I just thought, you know, it was uh, – twisted storyline of a man who was a scientist and he wanted to experiment and and we've seen it before in movies and shows the closest thing you have to you is your kid I no any experimented on his own kid so I think I did think it was his father I just think that he you know, he messed with him. He did it in the name of whatever conclusion, theory, whatever he came to. And I even thought at some point they would go somewhere with this, but they didn't. The pills he was taking, I thought that was something, um, you know, his, his father had basically manufactured and was a part of this whole experiment, actually giving him the, you know, visions or hallucinations or voices in his head, whatever you want to call it. And that he was making this rea- this a reality for his son who would have otherwise been a perfectly normal kid.
2: Yeah, this was this was really twisted. <laughs> like whichever way you look <laughs> at it, if it was his dad and he was doing these experiments, weird. If it wasn't his dad, where are his parents? Like that it just a whole bunch of that was just like, all right. There are a lot of unanswered
0: questions, ma- for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Can't even wrap my brain around just, like, how many open-ended things happen in just that scene right there. Um, but all right, before we move into grading the season, uh, I'll go individually. Uh, Kelly, was there anything else you'd like to to kind of talk about or break down about, about the movie? Um,
0: I think I hit on all my points, but if you guys uh... – talk about something that brings something up for me, I'll uh, comment on it. All
2: right, definitely. Uh, Tia, did you have anything else that you wanted to break
1: down? Just want to comment that I really enjoyed Will Poulter's um, role in this. I thought he was way more interesting than the the main character storyline at times. I mean, he got it. Uh, Colin... Pretty much, seen like he, besides obviously jumping off of uh, the roof while um, in the influence of drugs, but uh, I liked his character overall. Anytime that there was an option to, it, I remember at some point there was like an option like go into the therapy um, or follow Colin. I was like, well, let's go follow Colin. Obviously, he's going to have some interesting yeah. shit to say, so... And for, for, for. I think that I saw something like, unfortunately, Will Polliser stepped away from social media because apparently there was backlash on his character. And I was like, that's not right. Because to me, I thought he was probably the most interesting aspect of the Anderson. So it's kind of like the one thing that I want to comment on. Will, Halter did a good job in his role. He still has those crazy eyebrows, but at this point, this is what we have to, like, accept about him. He has crazy <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> he definitely yeah, was I, my favorite character, too, to you. Yeah, I liked him. I mean, he, the kind of, and he, when you first meet him, you think that he's going to be this really big snob because he's the big game inventor and all of his stuff is top-notch and sells really well. He was just really over it, I want to feel. You know, he smoked roll-ups still. He really felt to himself that he was an individualist. He he was like, yeah, 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 this guy wants to make loads of money off of our games, and he's talking all this salesman crap, but I'm just going to sit here and do what I do and smoke my roll up Yeah, I
2: mean – to me, I, I I don't get the backlash. I think the guy had a total of maybe 25 minutes in the movie, if that. I think maybe I'm giving him too much with that. Um, I I don't really get it. Like, where's the backlash coming from? Enough for you guys to run him off your social media? I don't know. Trolls, they, trolls in this 21st century is just they're horrible. They're like a disease. Um, but yeah, I, I will say the one thing of his character that kind of confused me a little bit. Was how much he seemed to have loved his girlfriend and his, his son. And then, boom, he just jumped off the roof. I was just, what, what, you didn't even think about it. Like, <laughs> he was holding his son like five minutes before, like, yeah, look at my little yeah. prodigy. And then, like, you just openly was like, yeah, sure, I'll jump off the roof.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> You're leaving your hey. son behind. What, what do you mean? I felt so bad for Kitty when she kept looking around for Colin. Where's Colin? And I was like, oh, no, you don't know. He went off the freaking ledge. Oh, I felt so bad for her. I wanted that to kind of be explained a little more, and that never really went anywhere either. Yeah, because it was just like, all right, well, you just just spent
2: like five minutes telling not only, um, you know, Uh, God, I forgot the main character's name, but you spent time telling him and the audience how much you loved your girlfriend and, you know, your son, called him a prodigy, and then you just very quickly jumped off the roof. Like, it didn't seem like he gave it much thought. It was just like, is it going to be you or me? And then if you selected him, it was just like, okay, boom. Wait, what? (laughs) Like, I honestly thought it was going to be a joke. Like, maybe at the bottom, like, there was something that was going to, like, catch him and, like, oh, this is all an act or something. But then, like, when he looked over and he was was just, like, splat, I was just like, oh, what? What what is going on
1: here? Like, why would you do that?
2: Uh, He really thought that he
1: was – sorry.
2: No, go ahead, go ahead.
1: He really thought he was Pac-Man and that he was going to come back. That's his thing.
2: Yeah, that was weird. I was just like, no, I don't think real life works like Pac-Man, but God bless you for trying. I mean, because
0: That was the craziest explanation of Pac-Man I've ever
2: heard in my life, by the way. Yeah, I mean, because I looked at it like, hey, like, if he came back, it was like, all right, well, joke's on me. Because, you know, like, obviously that's possible. But, like, (laughs) when he went splat, I was just (laughs) like, what was going through your mind, man? Like, whatever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, no, I I think we broke everything down. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was, like, something else that maybe we had missed. I I think we completely broke everything down. This movie to me, because I don't want everyone listening to think, excuse me, like with all the, the plot holes and and stuff that I pointed out with it, it was still a lot of fun. Uh, And one thing that I won't say about this movie is that it wasn't fun. Um, I personally hated the movie Avatar. I thought it was like the same story as Pocahontas, just with like blue people. But it was fun. Visually, it was just fun to look at. Like, it was a lot of fun to see this whole new world to 3D and everything. Uh, The action was kind of maybe really cool in 3D. But I thought the movie was just, like, really that. Like, the story, I thought, was just blessed. But it was fun. So I think, at least with this, if you have patience, if you give this movie its entirety, I think when you finish the movie, you'll have had enough fun with it for it to have been worth it. Uh, No one's saying that this was an Academy Award winner. Um, but I did not think that this movie was horrible. Uh, It definitely fell flat on the Black Mirror feel of it, um, or the Black Mirror effect, Um, but I did have a lot of fun with it, and I would personally say I'd give it a a 6.5 out of 10, maybe even a 7 out of 10, Uh, but that's as high as I'm I'm willing to go. Uh, Kelly, I'll go to you. What would you kind of give the movie overall?
0: Yeah, so from uh, effort and the innovative and creativity factor of it, I mean, it definitely deserves an A. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think a lot of work went into just setting it up, making the, every time you chose something, it seamlessly go into the scene. I really appreciated that. Um, And I appreciated them trying to break new ground, try something new, get the audience involved in the storyline. But as you said, as the overall, you know, Black Mirror feel of it and the execution and development of the storyline, it just, it fell flat. And I would probably give it a five or six out of 10.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Tia, what would you grade
1: it? I kind of want to agree with everything Kelly said, which by the way, I'm going to promote it right here. Kelly wrote a fantastic article for Geek 5 Nation about Bandersnatch, so if you haven't read it, that's definitely something that you should get onto. I would give the the episode or movie, whatever you're calling it, a 5 out of 10 because, yes, it had the creativity, a lot of innovative uh, creativity went into it, but overall there were some times that, and I'm being completely honest, I felt a little bored. Um, I did two storylines because, and then afterwards I went to the end credits and that was it, because at that point I kind of just wanted to watch something else. I would realistically give it a five out of ten.
2: Fair enough. <clears throat> now you guys are making me reevaluate because now I think I graded it too high. But um, <laughs> I think I think a five is is definitely fair. Uh, it's not that far. If I originally said six and a half. The creativity just really blew me away. I think that was the biggest thing. I just loved how they decided to do something that I don't really think many people were really thinking uh, could be done with these streaming services. Obviously, in a movie theater, you can't really do that. Um, So to take a streaming service and do something creative like that is definitely uh, something I applaud. Maybe that's why I grade it as high as I do, but I completely understand you guys are I can coming see from. them doing it
0: with movies eventually. It'll be like a voting system. Do you want to, Scott, jump off the cliff, enter your vote in the next 10 seconds, and then whatever the audience's overall vote is, I could see it happening. I'm telling you, they're going to find ways
2: to incorporate
0: it into different forms of media. I just hope, like you said, with 3D, they don't oversaturate it.
2: Yeah, I mean, because... <laughs> Let let me just, like, equate this to what I don't want. All right. So we had Avatar, which was, like, the pinnacle of 3D. Then we (laughs) had – it was a a Nicolas Cage movie with, like, Amber Heard, where, like, he was stuck in hell or something like that. Like, that was possibly not only one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but that was, like, the worst use of 3D ever. I can't (laughs) even remember the name of that movie, but it was just god-awful. And it was at that point that I was just like, I really hope 3D dies. Like, I really do. I hope they, they stop using it completely. Uh, they even had it, I think an amazing Spider-Man 2. I think that movie was in 3D. It was just too many people using 3D. <laughs> like animated movies went 3D route. It was, just, it was a mess. Don't, please don't let uh... this become that. I saw
1: Toy Story 3 in 3D for some reason. There was no other option to see the movie but in 3D, which I couldn't stand. I wear contacts. That shit was so nauseating. I couldn't – there was a while (laughs) where I just didn't – I stopped going to the movies because of the 3D trend. And then when they started having the 2D option, I like, oh, thank God, yes, 2D option I do not want to see this in 3d i'm so glad that they didn't start doing that with all of the avengers movies it would agree there's too much
0: action it yeah it i get uh, a like motion sickness sometimes yeah when they're like whipping the camera around i'm like this is too much i have to take the glasses off this is why i can't go on
1: roller coasters i can't stand that so i'm glad that the 3d trend kind of died I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. If Infinity War was in 3 I,
2: I I don't know if I'd make it out of that movie alive. That probably drive me insane. Um, if there were like a thousand characters you had to keep up with and like the stones were doing different things. It was just, God, that would have given me like the biggest headache ever. Um, but, but I completely agree. I completely agree uh, that this should be something that they ease themselves with. I will say this, I would really enjoy it because remember, we're supposed to be getting a season, what is it, four or five of Black Mirror? I can't uh, remember what season they stopped at. Five? Yeah. Okay, so cool. We should be getting a season five, hopefully sometime soon. Um, if they were smart, they would, they would push it out rather quickly, especially if, if there's uh, any negative, uh, uh, you know, uh, reviews on, on this movie. Just pump out Black, Black Mirror, the... The series season five just like push out now um, but I would like to see the series uh, like the actual show itself uh, dabble in interactive a little bit because um, <clears throat> I think that would be uh, somewhat a lot of fun to, to kind of play around with but yeah don't oversaturate at Hollywood please but um, alright so before we close out the show I want us to give our to date obviously our favorite episode just one of Black Mirror, uh, the series. Um, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go with, I can't remember the name of the episode, but I remember the episode vividly, Um, which was, long story short, uh, the lady was going through this constant cycle of, like, people taking pictures of her, people following Mm -hmm. her, seeing like people were trying to kill her. Turns out her and I believe it was her boyfriend uh, were responsible for, like, I think killing this kid. Um, so it was like a, a punishment that she had to go through this, yeah, this ordeal. Yeah, that was the episode that they were referencing in uh, Bandersnatch. Oh, that was the one? Yeah. Okay, okay. Then, yes, thank you, thank you. That was one of the all-time greatest episodes because I was just like, wait, what? And it was just so well done. And even the experiment that they were pulling off to where I feel as though should somewhat maybe somewhat be used in reality whenever uh, someone, like, kills a kid, I think, to, like, trap them in a room with nothing but pictures of that kid. Um, so, I, like, I saw that, and I was just kind of like, yeah, that that is, one, it's a little crazy to, to pull off what they did, but I thought, yeah, that was fitting. Like, <laughs> that, that was really fitting, but it was so well done, um, and I didn't expect the, the huge payoff at the end um, of them revealing that. So it completely caught me off guard, and I thought it was really well executed. And still to this day has me like, if you haven't seen that episode, please go see it. It's crazy. Uh, well, I kind of ruined it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you it's say so is your favorite shot. episode of Black Mirror so far?
1: Uh, I don't want to narrow it down to just one. I say Kelly goes before me. I want to hear what she has to say. Okay. All right. Go ahead,
0: Kelly. I'm I'm split between two. Um, (laughs) Sandia Apparel, which I have hanging on my wall, and um, Nosedive. And I think Nosedive, (laughs) because to me... Not only was I literally cringing watching this girl's life just fall apart because of social media, but, like, I could see to some degree how you know, social media obsessed our society has become and what an emphasis people place on um, creating this whole separate lives for themselves online or portraying themselves in a certain way that's just not who they are. And I think it's crazy that they took it one step further with that episode and decided, you know, if you want to live in a certain complex, you have to have a rating on social media. Every time you buy a cup of coffee, you get rated. I mean, I just thought that that was such a crazy episode and really true to the direction that people are going in and how much social media has affected people in a negative way um, emotionally. Um, and San Juniper was just exquisite. It was a beautiful episode. I loved it. I loved the idea of having the option to go into this, Real, this other reality or world once you pass away and just live through the different decades and be who you want to be and I think it was um you know uh the woman finding love uh, while they're both like on their deathbeds one's in a coma I mean one's about to die and I just there was something beautiful about that episode so um those are probably my two favorites well, now you guys are making
2: me want to go get another one, but I will say. Uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. I couldn't
0: choose the community.
2: Those two. No, look, those two were perfect. I mean, uh, the ones where you can kind of live through different different decades, like that That one made me cry. I don't really cry often, but that one definitely did make me cry. I thought that was super well done, very emotional, and I loved it. Um, the other one, uh, I'm trying to remember again what, what the other one was. That's how quickly my brain goes. Um What was the first one that you said, Kelly? Nosedive. Okay, and that one was That was the one um, with uh,
0: the woman from Jurassic Park. I forget her name.
2: Oh, Bryce Dallas Harper. uh, Howard. Yes. Bryce Dallas. Yes. The reason why I thought that one was so forward-thinking is because, like, I used to think watching on TV when people are like, yeah, you know, there's clicks in high school. Like, when I was in high school, I saw none of that. Like, I, I just saw none of that. Um, but you know, as my sister was going through school, I saw it through her experience going through school and I was just like, man, like, can, I, we already live in a world where people are judging you based off clothes or shoes. So it's like, I could definitely see someone using social media in an aspect of, no, 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 like if you don't have five stars, like, no, no, can't talk to you. I can't even talk to you. I don't want to be bothered by you. Uh, cause my status could be brought down to yours. Like, the idea of that and how serious and how much social media means to people's lives in the sense of you wake up and it's social media. Before you go to sleep, it's social media. Um, So, the idea of using it as a stature of life is just like, that's forward thinking. I mean, it's not that far off. Uh, I mean, people are now using social media to get people fired, to get people exiled. Mm -hmm. Like, they're using it as weapons now. (laughs) So, it's like, it's not that far off. Um, so I thought that was very forward-thinking, but that's what Black Mirror does. It brings you ideas, it brings you theories. Like, I've never seen a Black Mirror episode that I looked at and was just like, whatever, Like no, that's stupid. I was just kind of like, yeah, no, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. Like that, They're not far off with that. Uh, I think the most ridiculous one, if I had to pick one, would have been the very first episode where like the governor or someone had like Uh, Like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yeah, that was, like, super weird. But even that was just, like, wow. But if I had to pick one of the most craziest ones, like, off the wall, I think that would probably be my number one, like, or right up there. Um, But, Tia, do do you have your your two?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, the thing is, it's so funny. I was torn between San Junipero and Nosedive. First of all, if you did not cry, during San Junipero, you have no soul, and Nose Dive was the first one that I've ever seen of Black Mirror. Just as as you guys said, just so forward thinking. But I do want to choose, and this may be a shock. I loved USS Callister. Um, mm, first of all, yeah, I, I, and I'll explain myself. When it first was promoted, and the episode starts off, I got I thought oh, God, they're really doing a knockoff Star Trek. But then when you find out what it really was, that it was an interactive game that you could – first of all, virtual reality, this is something that we are exploring for video games, for experiences, and that really had uh, dived into that. And then you see – what these people are in real life. And at first you feel really bad for the main guy. You go, oh, he's so picked on at work. It's unfortunate. But he is an evil bastard. The things that he was doing to these people in the game was just so messed up. And I have to give it to Jimmy Simpson. I thought his performance in the episode was So entertaining, so heartbreaking. The scene with his son was just absolutely messed up. And that's what made me, at that point, absolutely dislike the main guy. I was so happy what happened to him at the end. And was it everyone's favorite? I'm sure that it wasn't. Although I think that it was nominated for quite a bit of awards. I really liked it. Visually, I liked it as far as touching upon the... Virtual reality and how um, authentic and real that could become. As this is what Black Mirror does, it takes something that we're seeing right now and kind of twists it into the worst version of it. But things that could possibly happen if we aren't careful um, with, and so that really is what I enjoyed. I thought it was an entertaining episode as far as season four. I thought it was the best episode in that um, in that season. The one with the kid with the little chip in them. Yes, that was good. Black Museum was good. There were good episodes, but to me, USS Callister was the best episode in season four. Um, and because Nose Dive and San Junipero were already talked about, I wanted to obviously talk about a runner-up, which would be USS Callister.
2: Yeah, that was a a really fun episode. Um, I I actually did enjoy that. Uh, It didn't make my, if I had to uh, do a top two, um, it wouldn't make my top two, but it definitely is in my top five um, just because of, of how well done. And the acting, it was so much fun how you had these people in this reality trying to get out of his reality, you know, of his uh, alternate reality. It was just, it was complex and fun. Um, and I have like absolutely no bad things to say about that episode. I would say if I had to pick a second one, it might be the one, and I told you guys I'm horrible with names of episodes. When the guy's wife passed, but he put her in a teddy bear. Um, oh. That episode was just like, what? the heck is going on like this was so weird then when you started dating someone else and like the teddy bear is like streaming out again it was just it was super weird but it was well done in the sense of um you know it, i think it was originally done uh because you know he couldn't handle not being with without her and then the idea of you know the the kid like the the kids you know would would need a mother. Um, so her just to be there just to talk to was, was enough. Um, but then it got just really weird and super creepy. Um, <laughs> I'd say it's, the, just, it's a mix between that episode and then the one where the two people were in this world to where they dated and then like you had to like date someone else um, and then they found their way back to each other. Uh I I love that one also. So it'd be a mix in between those two is is my uh my number 2, but I, I could really pick any Black Mirror episode. and <laughs> Be okay with it. Yeah,
1: that, <laughs> they were all good. Absolutely. I know so this is making me want
0: to go back and watch all these episodes now.
2: <laughs> well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I I'm going to watch a few of them and then go right into the um uh, the movie. Actually, hold on. Sorry, guys. Before we end, I'm sorry. I take that back. That is not my number two. My number two is the one. What was that episode? I know you guys are gonna know this. Where that lady was like out on a uh, a work conference or something, and like someone was watching her like through her hotel window, and like she went on like this huge killing spree, or like some guy went on this huge killing spree.
1: You guys know what I'm uh... talking about. Wasn't that in the, the latest season and then she kills the baby because she thought that the baby yes. saw her, but then you find out the baby was blind? Oh, my God. That was great Yeah, because they had, couldn't couldn't they,
0: um you know, they had some kind of chip in their, like, mind or contacts or something where they could rewind and, like, watch it?
1: Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And then oh. she
2: kills the baby and then it was like, can't believe she killed the baby. The baby was blind. And I'm just like, Aww. I'm, like oh. I'm like that poor thing. Like you're already going through like blind and now someone kills you as a baby. Like, Oh, come on. Uh, that episode is my number two. So forget the other two that I said, that is my number two. Cause I was just like, what the heck? Like, what is going on with this lady? Um, that is my number two. That's my number two. Um, did you guys want to add any any other maybe episodes before we wrap up?
1: Um, really quick, as, so remember the White Christmas episode with John Hamm? That was kind of a special as well. I was waiting well. for you
0: to bring that up
1: to you. Yes. shocked <laughs> that wasn't your number one. <laughs> I I can't believe that, that wasn't episode. your number one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I wanted to mention USS Callister, but White Christmas. Was such a good like mind like screw at that point? Um, because you thought that the whole entire episode is about this other guy and finding out the horrible things he did and trying to get a confession. But then John Ham ends up going into exile himself, and they're like, "Well, you'll stay out of prison, but you can't talk or see anyone for like however much extended period of time that was." And I was like, "Damn, you I just feel like to it was like forever." Yeah.
0: I couldn't even imagine you can't, you're walking around, you can't see or hear anyone and no one could see or hear you like punishment I could possibly imagine. Exactly. That episode
1: was so well done as a, it wasn't part of a season. It was its own special. So if anything, kind of bringing it back to Bandersnatch for being not within a season and being its own special, it really falls short of what White Christmas was able to do. Yeah,
0: and I yeah. thought it was crazy how they incorporated that whole, you can uh, extract your consciousness or upload your consciousness into that little egg, and it can oh, perform yeah. everything for you, like, and the heat, the, but what they didn't realize is the consciousness in the egg, like, thought and felt and they thought they were the actual person and they were just trapped inside and all they could do is like work on their fake panel screen the whole time to like make toast
1: and stuff. That poor girl. I mean, she was being tortured. I wanted her so badly to get out. I know I felt bad,
0: but like technically she was out. That was just like a clone they made of her.
2: Yeah. That that episode was crazy. I mean, that episode is definitely high on my list purely for John Hamm, uh, who should be the next Batman if Ben's out. Uh, But that's a different story for a different day. Uh, But I did enjoy that episode a lot. Another episode that was part of, I believe, last season, was the episode with the bees. I think it was like Killer Bees or something Uh, like that. Oh, yeah,
0: I actually just watched that one. Um, I don't know why I randomly went back. Yeah, that they had uh, engineered these bees because the uh, bee, real bees died out, so they needed something to continue to pollinate. Um, but then people wound up hacking into them and using them for to kill people.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, Wong from um, Avengers was in there. Uh, Avengers and Dr. Strange. Sh- uh, I think it's Benedict Wong. I can't remember what his actual name is, but he was actually in there. And I saw him, and I was like, oh, hey, I know you. Like I just wanted to talk to Dr. Strange. But, yeah, I thought that episode was a lot of fun. This audience, you, what we're telling you is there's so many episodes to watch with Black Mirror that out of just one or two, we've given you, like, ten. Um, so if you are looking for something to watch, obviously, it's Black Mirror. Go watch Black Mirror. Uh, Black Mirror should be paying us for this episode, I feel like. Um but <laughs> yeah. we um I think I think that's it. We've pretty much completely not only broken down Vander um we've broken down like eight episodes <laughs> out of their series. <laughs> um so yeah, they should 100% pay us for that. But Tia, Kelly, thank you both so much for doing this review show uh with me. I cannot wait for us to do one hopefully for the Punisher Um, that's going to be a lot of punishment. I'm pretty sure we'll have a crazy stack panel for that. I'm pretty sure it's going to be hard to tell people, like, no, 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 no. we just want to do, like, two or three people. There's going to be, like, eight of us. Um, That's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Um,
2: And, yeah, that's pretty much all we have for Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Uh, Kelly, Tia, if you guys want to plug something, go ahead uh, before we uh,
1: end the show. Um, Kelly, you can go first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> take it away Tia <laughs> okay um, well I just wanted to say you can definitely check me out on Twitter Tia Faby I write quite frequently for Deep Fibes Nation so I always appreciate people reading my articles I also do the top 10 which we will be doing tomorrow at 10am as well so please make sure to tune in that's going to be a lot of fun and you can just Catch me on air. All right, Kelly?
0: And I am a Geek Vibe Nation's newbie, so look out for more stuff to come for me. This is my first podcast, and I did an interview for the first time the other day, so definitely check those out and look for more stuff to come from me in the future.
2: Absolutely. There will be a lot more to come from Kelly, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, 2019 is going to be an insane year for us. Uh, this is just the beginning. Uh, so, thank you guys for tuning into our review on Black Mirror Bandersnatch. And until next time, peace. Bye. Thanks, everyone.